Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and founder of EMC2, learning the greatest community of educators around. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network, so definitely go check those things out. Today is, we're in season five, episode 25. And this is another one of those solo podcasts, seeing how you're liking that in season five. Um, Today's topic is going to be about boss battles. We're just going to lightly explore boss battles, but I have to, before we get into it, sort of apologize. I have a bit of a cold, so (laughs) I might not sound the, the, the same as I always sound. Maybe I sound better. I don't know. I don't think I really have radio voice, but maybe I do now. We'll see. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging in there and listening to this short podcast. Uh, These solo podcasts run anywhere from like 10 to 20 minutes tops. And this one I wanted to concentrate on boss battles. I just finished my first boss battle with some students. And I thought, what a perfect time to sort of tell you about the power that they have for like a review session, if you will. So first of all, let's talk about what a boss battle is. In a video game sense, boss battle is the thing that you kind of slave away for the whole kind of level, right? You're sort of getting through all these little stages of the level, and at the end, there is the boss, right? And as levels go on, bosses get harder. Eventually, you get to kind of the main, the big, the big, the big, bad boss, and you win the game. That is kind of the traditional video game structure. And so I thought, you know, we we do all these little micro tasks throughout the unit, little homework, little quizzes, little projects, whatnot. And we get to the end here, and that, that's almost the same story arc as a video game, right? So why not call our review games, instead of like Jeopardy, let's call them a boss battle and let's theme them out a little bit. So my boss battles always come at the end of the unit. Eh, there's an asterisk there, though, now that I think about it. I have done some mid-unit boss battles, just as a little surprise shocker, if you will. But we're gonna we're gonna venture forward with the traditional idea that these are end of the unit boss battles, kind of like review day. And one of the things that I do to sort of simulate a little bit of the intensity, ferocity, if you will, of a boss battle is we. We have to get through three stages. I call them engagements before we get to the boss. Well, I shouldn't say it before. The third engagement is the boss. So we have engagement one, engagement two, and then you get to engagement three, and that is the boss. This, again, has this crescendo moment. And ultimately, on all the levels, students are showing you what they know. So if if you're stuck in level one and we don't get any further, that tells you a lot. And that helps you out and it helps the students. If you get to level two, that helps you out a lot. And then if you get to level three, that's pretty awesome, pretty epic. And if you can defeat the boss, even better. So let's break this down. Uh, for me, my first level is I use the, the web software called Quizzes with a heck of a lot of Zs. And it's just a multiple choice quiz. Um, and I ask like 20, 25 questions. I don't even make my kids necessarily finish it. 
Uh, we take it and I tell them we have to get to a 90% or higher class average. And Quizzes has this nice little thing at the top where it shows you what the class average is ongoing. And if we're like halfway through and we're at like 70% or something, I kind of tell them there's no way we're going to get there. So then I hit end test and then they can study for like a second or two. And then we play it again and play it again and play it again. And in that core, in the course of that period they'll go from i don't know a 70 to a 95 or something like that same quiz so i mean not shocking here but it has that video game model there was no shame in it like we just rebooted the computer so to speak right that's like what you would do on the old mario you know you would just hit reset and uh you'd get to try it all over again so that's what we do in that that level but they also know time is of the essence they have to get through these three stages so what my kids learned the other day was the more you can come into this battle prepared, the better, right? Because if we could finish this engagement one really quick, then we'll for sure get to engagement two. And then engagement two, if we finish that really quick, we'd have more time on the boss. So this was their first one. So they didn't know what was coming. So many of them definitely learned that they should come to the boss battle already having studied like it's the test. This is this. This is how you should approach a boss battle. And so many of them definitely commented that they are going to do that from now on. Um, so we got that going on, which is great, right? A good, good thing to learn. And all right, so let's, we talked about that first stage. Uh, for most of my classes, it took two to three attempts. And then we went on to the third phase. And you should have heard them. They cheered. They loved it. They were so excited that they defeated level one. And again, focus on the collaboration here. Everyone needed everybody else to do good. So it's no longer just, oh, well, I did good. Oh, well, yeah, but like we need everybody to do good. Second stage, I use a thing on emc2learning.com. If, if you haven't checked it out, it is under EdTech Twists called Activity Day Canvas. I use that. And so what this does is give every team kind of a blank Google slide. And I give them little challenges that they have to make something in like four minutes, five minutes, three minutes, two minutes. Each round, uh, their team is working together to design whatever I said. And this has to be a fusion of content with creativity. And I love this, right? Where that first phase was kind of all about the rote memorization, which is important. I don't want to act like... That's not because that's what builds the, the vocab, if you will. Like you have to have a base layer of vocab so that students understand the language of the unit. So I absolutely love we have that. But now check. Let's go to that higher order thinking skills and fuse some of that content that you know about with some creativity. So I'll give them different layout challenges and they're using this Google slide to like make something. Uh, and we... I, in our class, we had typically two rounds of this before we moved on. And this is a little bit more of a vague, you're judging uh, whether the class average, quote unquote, is high enough to move on. Um, but you're giving them all feedback on kind of the look and feel of them fusing together that content and creativity. It is a quick iterative process because each round only lasts, like, like I said, five minutes tops 
And so you, then you can kind of go through and show everybody the laptop of like this group and then this group and this group kind of comment on how the look could have been here, here, or there. And then all of a sudden the next round, they do those things. Super awesome. If we get through that, then we move on to the boss battle, the actual engagement three, boom, splash screen here. It looks awesome. I find some epic thing that connects to the unit. And then I have a little bar off to the side that kind of explains who we're allying with, so we can kind of be thematic. So in our Egypt one, uh, we were with the Assyrians, and we were up against the Hittites. The Hittites were one of the first to invent iron. They were a tough, tough one to compete against. So we had 25 hit points. They had 50 hit points. Base layer here. If we get a question right, and so this this round, it's literally me with my textbook open, and I'm just sort of flipping through, making questions, making questions up. And if they get questions right, they get to roll a die against the boss, and the boss goes down that much. If they get a question wrong, the boss gets to roll a dice, and we go down that much. Super simple. But every boss has some unique special abilities. The one that I had this time had, uh, if they rolled a 6, it counted as 12 damage. And if they rolled a 1, they got to re-roll the die. Pretty awesome to see. And I loved the interaction that students had. They were cheering each other on. They were like on the edge of their seat, hoping, hoping, praying that they were going to be able to defeat this boss. One class needed probably an extra one minute, maybe two minutes more in class to defeat the boss. So they are definitely going to roll into the next boss battle, really having prepared because they knew how important time was. So that was pretty awesome. One of my five classes actually defeated the boss, and they need, I mean, they literally did it with one minute left. So that's pretty epic. Uh, and then the others didn't, and that one came really close. The others, I mean, they were on the third level, but they, they didn't defeat the boss. Um, so that's kind of the general layout. What students get, like, thematic wise for defeating a boss. Last year, they got uh, like a building that I hung up in the back. Buildings are like items for the whole house. Everybody gets the benefit of the building. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm doing that yet this this year or not, but there will definitely be a reward for houses that defeat the boss. So that's cool. And the other thing that, that these produce really is my favorite part is epic moments where that die needed to be a six and you rolled it or that question came down to your group in that moment and could you get it and you got it that's what i mean i just love creating those epic moments and, and i think students love playing through those epic moments uh it's pretty awesome to see now the last thing i kind of want to talk about is why do this at all right i hear some teachers say it's not my job to dress up education right i'm a teacher not an entertainer Whatever you want to say, I, I guess simply put, I think you're wrong. <laughs> Our job is to communicate these ideas, to put students into situations in which they're able to use the resources that they have inside them, outside them to the best of their ability, creating those situations in which they care, 
creating those situations in which they connect with the content. That is our job because that is the best way to deliver that content, to transfer your knowledge, which mainly came through experience into their heads and hearts is to create those experiences. So anybody that says that we don't need to sort of dress up education, I think they're telling themselves that because it is, it is a lot of work to dress up education. It's a lot harder on this boss battle than just do a jeopardy or no review at all, right? This, but this is a needed piece. And so I hope you guys consider making boss battles a part of your class. Uh, and as we wrap up here, uh, I am working on a boss battle class on EMC2, a skill builder, I should say. And if that interests you, consider signing up to emc2learning.com. EMC2 that is a great community of educators that are really trying to up the game of school. Wonderful community, wonderful resources. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a great one and play on.